Hi guys, Diogo Motaira here uh, from Dark Arts Memes and this is the Dark Hour Podcast episode number 8. Okay, so this week we have a special guest being that she's the first female guest that we have, at least the fi- the first female uh, that I'm going to interview, which is nice, she's a great sport, she's her name is Brooke Mayo, she's a fighter for Bellator purple belt in jiu-jitsu and she's been following dark arts memes for a hot minute she was the one who approached the the page even to be interviewed and i think it was a great interview i feel like me and brooke we had a lot more to talk eventually maybe in the future we're gonna have brooke again uh what happened this week yeah last uh, episode you remember that i was filming it in a hurry to go to Adrian's uh, wedding and I did go to Adrian's wedding and since my girl wasn't home I took it a little bit too far being that I only got home at 10 in the morning and honestly man it's a bit overused to say that oh as you get older, as you go past 25, the hangover is so crazy. Uh, uh, yeah, Becky, tell me more about your fucking hangover that you got from drinking three mimosas too much, you know? It was good fun. I wish all the blessings to Adrian and his beautiful wife. But honestly, man, don't invite me to any more weddings, man. I would appreciate if my fr- none of my friends, nobody invites me to any wedding because I have no maturity to go to any open bar, you know. I don't, I'm not grown enough, you know. And the thing is, I don't even party anymore. So, when you skip training, then you're gonna have a hard fight, you know. And my fight was fucking rough that Saturday. And it's with no exaggeration that I say that it took me nearly a week to recover from that sad wedding. You know, I used to party a lot in Portugal, you know, back in Lisbon. Um, when I was like, not a, not really a teenager, like a late teenager, you know, on my 17, from my 17 till like, my 20 years of age I was fucking wilding you know and I, I have people that could testify you know people that was there with me in the trenches you know doing the damn thing drinking the stuff inhaling fucking doing all that crazy shit listening to that dirty techno minimal techno fucking uh, drum and bass with the chainsaw sounds and the aliens and shit and going nuts I've been there, man, in the fucking trenches, so I've been through bad hangovers, but damn, bro, you're not gonna catch me in one of these anytime soon, you know, man, it should be illegal to party like we did, you know, and honestly, if you want to be a dick about it, if you want to like overanalyze it, it is illegal to party like we did. 
wink wink so yeah pretty much i didn't manage to train the whole week i don't think it helped because the um, the weather was so gray you know this summer here in oslo has been shit usually it's pretty good but this year is shit it's been gray days all day raining so i think that didn't help either with my recovery but fuck i never had such a heavy hangover you know i was really miserable the whole week only yesterday friday i was i was okay i was normal today i'm pretty fucking normal but it's crazy how you take from saturday like sunday morning until thursday to feel yourself again to feel like you're yourself again you know that was fucking crazy uh what else is fucking crazy yeah this karma from me bragging so much i'm not bragging but i was happy about it you know and i was kind of like telling everybody fuck now i have one trip to macedonia in may and then i'm gonna go london june and then in july i'm gonna go down south to portugal to um, south portugal to the algarve and now what happened was that macedonia trip went to shit even though yeah we we made it up we went to that uh, nice resort but now i was gonna go london to watch bellator and to watch my boy tokos george tokos you know and since my boy is struggling with his green card there in the states his paperwork didn't get done on time so you're not gonna be able to fly so i'm not gonna go to london you know because i was gonna stay with him i had the whole plan figure out yeah george gonna come we're gonna win his fight then we're gonna go out celebrate then we're gonna go out eating shopping a little bit and whatnot but now what i got left with is of course i'm crying about a fucking 60 pound ticket to london that i'm not gonna use you know but it's not about that it's about the whole experience and it's actually pretty stupid that i'm even crying about because the guy that's really fucked about all this is george because he doesn't get to fight because of again that subject that we touched the other uh, podcast about some uh, bureaucratic shit you know um so whatever this is my struggle so I can only talk about that. It would be cool to go because it would be like kind of cheap, I guess, and the whole energy of watching your friend in the cage and whatnot. But like I was in London twice in December, you know, I have no business in London now. So I feel like if I go and I go on that weekend, I might still go to the fights, but I have to book a hotel now, last minute. Ah, it's just a mess. I've been spending so much money these days that I think I'm just gonna let that weekend go, you know, lose those tickets and then just enjoy Portugal in a month in July. <laughs> Yo, what else do I want to share with you guys? Uh, yeah, I saw this guy that... I mean, there's a lot of these guys. They think they're so cool. They be posting memes, like, on their personal page first of all like yeah i might put some meme on my story on my personal page or whatever but if you're posting memes or inspirational quotes as a post on your personal page you a sucker bro i'm sorry to say that 
you are not that good at life i think but that's just my personal opinion is worth what it is but i saw this guy he had this post that said uh don't uh fuck nudes send me a playlist you know like what are you talking about bro for sure send nudes what the fuck is like yeah i want to see like how, how, how your intellect works and shit like the worst kind of dude is a basic bitch dude you know what i mean those dudes are the fucking worst and we're getting more and more of those dudes now lately you know dudes that fucking shave their chest with a blade or wax it what are you doing and i know this is gonna touch the wound of a lot of you because uh, a lot of you guys are fighters need to shave or want to shave or whatever but yo if you're a grown-ass man and you do weights steroids and you go to the beach with your whole shaved titties with oil on them you know lose my number and yeah that's actually something that also gives me a little bit anxiety is the the whole uh, beach body situation because as i said i'm going i'm going to portugal in a month you know and i know i know all my portuguese friends they're on that trembolone train you know you see them shredded fucking veins popping out of their necks looking like they have a whole hard cock on their neck you know so I'm a little bit anxious because, uh, you know, I'm not in bad shape, but I'm also not in the juice, you know. So I don't want to be the guy that looks the worst at the fucking uh, sunset party at the beach, you know. So I might, uh, I might get into the steroid train. Not really. By the way, there goes the Pico hype train, huh? What do you guys think about that? And also, if, you, if you're watching this from Norway or whatever, find me, please, a good solution to watch all the fights. A good link, a decent link, because I always watch from different links and it's a mess. Uh, don't tell me to download torrent i don't do that shit anymore I, I, it's too much of a hassle to go and download torrents and shit and then uh it's too much i don't do all of that anymore find me a good link tell me a good link a good way to watch the fights because i was paying for that via play way too expensive to watch one two ufc cards a month you know uh, a month just to, to i don't know Together with all the other expenses that I have, uh, it's just it, it just didn't make sense, so I stopped using it. So if you have a good link, just let me know. I'm good. I'm I'm tired. I got my ass kicked this week. Like I actually got my ass kicked this week. So yeah. it's been. It's been good though. I, I kind of like those days. You know what I mean? Like it sounds weird, but like I like when I get my ass kicked. But just the next day waking up, you're like, "What did I do? Like why did I change for that long?" And it's like a lot of like right now for some reason I just keep getting with like paired up with like 200 plus pound people. Like it's just been like kind of like like Phil Baroni and I trained the other day, 
and like he's like 200 he's got to be like 215 at least and then josh near he's another like 200 pounder and like pro fighters you know what i mean so i'm just like bro (laughs) (laughs) do you have any fight coming up um I'm trying to get a fight in the next couple of months. Like I'm hoping that something happens because I like signed for a kickboxing fight that didn't ha- that fell through, and then I signed another fight for uh, GKO. It's like a local promotion over here, and that girl dropped out. Like I want to say a week or two out, and then I was like, "What the f?" You know, like it's hard to sign up for fights, take time off of work. You know what I mean? To like prepare, do all that stuff, and then like and then to not fight, you're like, "Oh crap!" Like you know. Um, I had like a bunch of puppies. Well, I still have puppies in my house right now, so I'm kind of like working on getting them all like out of my house. And then I'm gonna start to fight. Probably like hopefully like August to like December is what my goal is to get a couple. But you know, like like I said, it's like this type of a thing. Like I kind of when I signed up to fight, like I knew it was there was gonna be stuff that came up and happened, but it just seems like in the last like two years it's just been like so difficult like just show up you know what i mean like you might even kick my ass you know what i'm saying like i just need to like get some sort of like a rhythm or like you know get just back in there i don't really care like i'm not really afraid of losing i've already lost you know what i'm saying like it's not like a big like thing to me anymore it's more just like i enjoy doing this i want to do it you know pull outs is the worst pull outs and uh paperwork issues and all of that like because you get you your opponent or you're getting ready for so many months and you just like putting everything aside and you mentioned your uh your regular job you're still uh air hostess yeah so like i was doing the flight i've done the flight attendant thing since like i started training jujitsu which is kind of funny so like I started that job five years ago, like, right around the time, like, I first, like, got into a gi, and then, um, I was, like, thinking it was really cool because I could travel and, like, train with different people, like, when I was on the road and get, like, cool experiences, so it's been good, but, like, I actually, like, I've been doing, like, the bulldog thing, like, my, uh, one of my dog or both of my dogs have puppies, so, like, I've been kind of, like, doing like the i don't know stay at home tend to them thing more so than traveling and flying which i think i just needed a change of pace like so much traveling it kind of it looks really fun but like sometimes it like wears on you like it's kind of draining to like be flying all over the place and like never be in one spot like different hotels all the time so i was like i kind of want to just like stay at home and like (laughs) not leave for a couple months and then like I said, like, work out, train. Like, also, too, like, the, the pros and cons of fl- being a flight attendant, like, you kind of, you have to leave your home gym. And, like, for me, it's, like, a bummer because, like, you see pictures. I'm sure this happens to you and other people, like, when you miss a training session with your homies and you see they, like, post, like, a picture of training. Like, <laughs> it's, like, mad. You're, like, I miss the dope-ass training session. Or they'll message you, be like, where were you? And I'll be like, I'm working. And they're like, oh, well, tonight was fucking lit. And you missed out. <laughs> I'm like, so, like, that's why I kind of want to stay home, you know? So, <laughs> sorry, I can, sw- obviously, I can swear on this. Like, yeah, obviously. I heard one of the previous podcasts of what you guys were talking about. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And the first episode of the mall, it was uh, it was such a bummer because I had no experience editing, you know, and I had this guy helping me and everything. And we had so much work 
putting the episode together, it was like, okay, this is the template, this is what the episode is. And then the guy, he fights for Bellator too. And yeah. uh, like ha half a week, the episode is out, he's doing great. And the guy's just like, hey man, I'm sorry, but uh, we, we got to take that episode. You got to delete it. I'm so sorry. You got it. Got to go. Bellator got mad hot because I've heard of them. Like kind of when you sign a contract with them, like you sign a contract that states like you're going to like basically uphold like family, like sort of values and like promote the X, Y, and Z. But it's like sometimes I'm like people want to hear the truth, you know, and like and also like it's okay to have a different opinion than what's a popular opinion. But I think nowadays people not I don't not saying Bellator, but I think so many people are so sensitive that it's like it's kind of ruining like it's, it's just kind of ruining things. I'm like you know like I I feel like. I mean, I think your humor is hilarious. Like, I think, and I'm a woman. Like, I think the memes are funny. You know what I mean? Like, you, I've seen some of the stuff you posted, and then like seeing how girls like lash out at you and get all, all upset, get all mad. I'm like, come on, dude, it's a joke. Like, like it's a joke, not a dick. Don't take it so hard. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> luckily, that's the exception. You know, it's like. Uh... It's strong when it happens, but it's rare to happen. You know, it's like it's people that are like they have such a strong opinion, but it's luckily it's not everybody. I think I would say it's like one out of 10 people that has those point of views. And... Yeah, that's good to hear, because like I wasn't sure like how frequent that was for you, like to have people like message you or like, you know what I mean? Like if it's one out of 10, that's actually pretty good odds, because like <laughs> I know that there's some like really aggressive like there's a, some really aggressive like females out there like they'll be like trying to like promote um you know like equality whatever and then like but then they'll go and like say the ho most horrible nasty things to the people that they're trying to like prove their point to i'm like bro like you were wilding out right now yeah. so it's crazy it's, uh, the, this day and age uh, you gotta like tread carefully and also it's like it's not so many people that attack back because if you notice i after the page, the first page got deleted, I kind of control a little bit what I post also. I don't go so, so wild. But that's bummer, like, because the wild ones were funny. Like, I would, like, send out, like, I would send it to all my friends and be like, look at this, look at this. And we'd all laugh because, like, that's kind of, like, our humor is, like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's dark humor. It's, like, raunchy. It's adult. It's adult humor. Like, that's what it is, you know? And I think a lot of the times people are, like, this is the thing things can't hurt you like if you don't let them hurt you if it's not true and it's just a joke or it's just a meme like why like let it rile you up you know unless there's some truth to it that maybe bothers you or whatever but it's like that's what i don't know that's what i just don't get is people like getting so like like worked up over a joke or like someone's opinion i'm like how does that and then like to go and think you're gonna change somebody's mind by acting like a, a crazy person i'm like no like that's not what's gonna happen yeah They're you're just not gonna, gonna prove your point like that yeah for sure yeah 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 i got uh i got some questions i don't I, actually i thought it was gonna be crazier than what it was there's, really? ac <laughs> there's actually one two inappropriate questions here which is fucking amazing these guys behave this time <laughs> I asked yeah, them to behave. I didn't. I didn't expect them to follow. You know. Yeah. 
Baby uh, people are scared too. I've like put some people on my story and put people on blast before. <laughs> uh, how does your DMs look? Oh my gosh, there's like a lot of different stuff in the DMs. Like, I definitely get dick pics. Like that happens sometimes. Like videos, I've gotten a dick pic like collage before. Like, and then so like that's what I'm talking about. Like I posted that on my story. I obviously like, put little like emojis in front of it, but like I like posted like who sent it and like <laughs> posted like the pictures and people were like. Oh my gosh, like, blah, blah, blah. like, like that made my like DMs blow up because people were laughing. And then another fighter came forward and was like, he sent me dick pics too. And she sent me the ones that he had sent her. Oh. And so we were just like laughing about it. Oh, but it's crazy like, that see, like, dudes actually sent dick pics though. No, I know. Like, I'm like, what are you expecting me to do? Be like, like, because, okay, I'm sorry, but like a penis, like, it's not just something like, like, it's not, like, it's just not, like, super sexy. Like, I mean, yeah, like, obviously, like, I'm straight, like, so I like that. But it's, like, it's just so, like, out of nowhere, like, just boom, like, in your face. Like, I'm, like, you're not going to say hi first. You're not going to be, like, how's your day? Like, you're just going to, like, go straight for it. Like, hey, I'm just going to straight shot, like, go with this. And hopefully she likes this this picture of Cindy. I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm, like as, a, as a dude myself, like, I, uh... I can't think of the reason that would make you go like, yeah, I'm just going to go straight for the dick pic. No good morning, no nothing. I'm just sitting here. I see this girl. She looks fine. I'm going to just send her a dick pic. Maybe she likes it. It's so weird to me. <laughs> like, well, in like, the, the, my question is, is it like a, I'm like, I wonder, is it like a confidence thing? Like, you're super confident. You're like, damn, like, my dick is the best dick. Like, yeah, she's going to love this dick. <laughs> I'm going to send it to her right now. It's like, and like, it's, but. But like I said, like I posted one guy like on my story one time and like posted his profile and did all that. And so I feel like a lot of people seen like the example I made and were like, (laughs) (laughs) so now guys will be like, with all due respect, you look very beautiful. Like they'll be like really polite with how they compliment me. And I'm like, I wonder if it has to do with like me, like, like I said, like posting things on Twitter. Yeah, there's a guy asking, how do you get into that book, you know, that People's to Kill book? Maybe that scares them too, you know, when you put up that front. Yeah, that, it's so funny, like, how that book, like, went so crazy. Like, my my grandma saw it on, like, MSN Messenger, the picture of me holding that book, like, a couple of days later. And she was like, um, I just saw, my, she sent my mom and I a picture and a group message. She's like, I just saw my granddaughter in this picture holding up this book and i'm like oh my gosh i didn't think like you know she would see it i didn't think it was gonna be like you know like published out there like that and i was like i'm so sorry it was a joke and my mom's like in the text swearing she's like oh my blah 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 blah, like going crazy my mom's portuguese my grandma's portuguese so like you know like they're intense so she's just like why would you do this 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 this, blah blah blah. i'm like i'm so sorry it was totally meant to be a joke like i wasn't like it was more for like kind of like that company because i kind of like their they have dark humor like things that they sell and it's like really a lot of really funny stuff so i was like you know kind of made it into a joke but people were like like that to me like a lot of people got mad at that like a lot of people actually got mad again and like we're fighting i'm like we're not cheerleading we're fighting each other like we're actually gonna try to knock each other out tomorrow like you know what i mean so on your on your mindset uh, going to the fight are you like 
Are you willing to kill the girl inside the cage? How does that work? Well, like, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, I want to, like, win in the most, like, devastating way. And I think, too, like, that's a lot of the reason. Like, I think that's, like, a good and a bad thing, though, too. Like, I think I've, I have to, like, be a little bit more mature, like, being, like, I mean, I only have two pro fights, but I had 14 amateur fights. So having 16 fights now, it's like, okay, like, you need to be, like, yeah, like, have a killer instinct, but understand, like, if your kill or finish doesn't come in a certain way or at a certain round, like, don't, like, let that bother you. Because I think that's happened before. Because I go in and I'm like, I want a first-round finish. Like, because I've had first-round finishes or, like, I want I want this because, like, this is what I want. You know, I get really, like, fixated on my uh, on my goal. So I think now it's just, like, learning how to be, like, like just take whatever for what it is. And, like, like I said, not getting hung up on, like, wanting to kill them so much. Like, I almost want to kill, like, too much. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, like, you've, I've tasted the finishes and, like, the submissions and, like, you know, knockout, like, head kick knockouts and stuff. So I feel like my expectation for myself is always high. Like, I'm like, I always need to kill this person. Like, this person, like, shouldn't survive around, you know? Yeah. But, like, now it's, like, the level's higher. The competition is, like, higher, you know? Um, like, I learned a lot about, like, even, like, the weight class thing. Like, you know, I don't think that I really belong in a weight class that um, affects, like, my ability to sprint on somebody or my ability to, like, have better stamina. So, like, that's made me rethink, like, you know, I want to be able to kill somebody. So, and I think sometimes you need to have like extra weight on you and like, you know, like, uh, <clears throat> like maybe like less of a water cut to be able to do that. So it's kind of like going pro has like helped me to kind of like adjust like my views and mindset on fighting. I'm still doing that. And I think it's it, every year you kind of change like something or tweak something. Like that's how you evolve as a fighter and as a person. But um, like, I definitely have always been like, you know, I want to finish, I want to kill somebody. Like, I don't necessarily want to hurt somebody and like, you know, paralyze them or like, actually like, you know, cause I mean, I, when I knock people out or did, done stuff or hurt people, like I do feel kind of bad afterwards. I'm like, shit, like, I didn't mean to do all that. <laughs> but, like, you're, like, I wanted to do that, but I also don't like, like, I also understand how it feels to lose or to like, you know. Or to get injured and not be able to go to work, you know what I mean? Like, so there's part of me that does think about that after the fact. But before the fight, like, that's not what I'm thinking because I'm like, this person wants to kill me too, you know, <laughs> like, in front of my friends and family. So it has to, like, you have to kind of, like, disconnect a little bit. Have you dated someone who you knew you could destroy in a fight? Like, yes, but, like, to be honest, it's one of those things where, like, in a relationship, like, I don't, um, I don't want to bring my fighting, like, into it. Does that make sense? Like, I don't really want to, um, like, I think it's okay to, like, have, like, a boyfriend that's, like, separate from, <clears throat> like, your fight career or, like, someone that's, like, kind of removed from it. Like, right now I'm dating someone he doesn't train. You know, he's he's a fireman. He, like, he's physical and, like, does a lot of, like, you know, like, physical, like, risk-taking stuff. So we have that in common. You know what I mean? Like, we're both, like, big risk-takers and, like, you know, we, we do, like, physical stuff. But, and, like, we've, like, messed around, you know, and, like, played around and stuff like that. But it's not, like, I don't really like to, um, because I respect whoever I'm dating. Like, I don't want to compete with them, you know? Like, if you respect whoever you're with, like, you're not trying to compete with that person ever. Like, you just want to, like, chill and, like, 
you know, be normal, like, sit on the couch and fucking, like, <laughs> eat snacks and watch movies. Like, you're not trying to be like, guess what? I'm going to beat your ass today. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just prove yourself. <laughs> just take his like, back you know, out like, just for, I, for, for a laugh. Yeah, like, and I feel like for anyone who, like, may listen to this, like, I think sometimes, like, people, like, bring, like, that competitiveness into, like, other aspects of their life. And I think sometimes it can, like, it can kind of hurt your relationships a lot of the time because like in like everybody's relationships going to be different but like i just think especially as a female like you should never be like like it's not it's not a good look to challenge your man like i don't care like how strong or like how what you do or if you're a black belt or whatever like it's just like you shouldn't be like like you should unless like you guys like that shit like some guys like to be submissive and like some girls want to dominate and like that's like a turn on like whatever but like for me like if you're trying if you're not like into that like sexual type of stuff then like you need to like like I said, don't ruin your own relationships by t being too like aggressive with the guy like you know like don't scare him away <laughs> like don't yeah for sure yeah, like, you mean like as if the man <laughs> needs to even if it's an illusion, like to feel like he has that male part, like that dominant part in the house, kind of. Is it that? What yeah, you like, like you, like let him be a man. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like let him do like man stuff for you. Like because you, you're like a female fighter. It's weird, like because like you're a female, but you're also a fighter. Like one time, like I said something to somebody, and they're like, "I'm like, well, I'm a girl," and they're like, "No, you're not a girl. You're a fighter," and I was like oh shit like you know what I mean I was like wait like what and then it like I thought about it for a while and I was like yeah like I am a fighter I was like so but like you know but that's when I decided I was like I need to compartmentalize and like separate things like not everything needs to overlap and like mix together because sometimes like sometimes things don't blend well together like my flight attendant job and my fighting career like sometimes that doesn't blend very well together you know what i mean i'm, I'm showing like i can't go get cut and have a fat black guy and go to work you know so like same with like fighting and having a relation like a healthy relationship like i can't come home and be like challenging him all the time like in like wearing his ass out and being like all of like in his face like let's fight right now let's fight right now like no like he does if he doesn't want to do that or if he's not into that like you know then you should just kind of um like i said make time for everything and be balanced like not everything has to be a fight or a challenge or yeah tell us about uh street fights oh my gosh so many street fights yeah <laughs> well actually like to be honest like for me, like, growing up, like, my fighting was normal. Like, I I'm the oldest of four kids. And then, like, so if my siblings got picked on, like, we would just fight. Like, if we didn't fight for our sibling, like, my mom would be, like, like disappointed, you know? She'd be like, oh, someone socked your brother. You didn't sock that fool. Like, you know, so, like, we were, like, a little gang, I guess. Yeah. Like, growing up, like, the way I'm describing this makes us sound like a little kid gang. But, like, so... <laughs> When, like, we were growing up, it was, like, you know, like, when I was younger, like, and I would get picked on, like, I wouldn't cry like the other girls. I would, like, attack. Like, I would, like, lash out. So, like, boys would pick on me in the playground, probably trying to flirt with me. And, like, I would just square up and, like, sock the kid or, like, throw a kid into the planter box. So that was when I was younger. And then when I got older, like, girls, like, you know, like, I'm just, like, a normal, like, looking white girl. So people sometimes will come up to you and be like what like you know like try to get in your face and get aggressive but they don't know like i'm i'm crazy so like <laughs> then, like this is before i was like fighting for real so 
that's when, uh, yeah, things got real. Like, I got into a fight in Vegas when I turned 21. This girl, like, pushed me. Like, she two-hand shoved me and, like, got in my like, meh, 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 like, like, started saying whatever. And she went to swing on me, and I just punched her right in the mouth and dropped her. And then I was scared. I, like, scared myself because I didn't expect for that to happen. But, like, you know, when you're drunk, like, when you punch somebody, like, you know, just go down easy. So then I was like, oh, my gosh. So then, and she's, like, blood. Like, I, I'm running away around a pool in Vegas in, like, a dress and heels. Like, bouncer grabs me. Like, I flung it. So that was like that was like when I was like okay like I really can't be doing any more of this stuff because like now I'm 21 <laughs> like you can really get arrested. So I try not to like get into those fights, but the most recent one I got into was like I want to say a year and a half ago in Sacramento, and I was like, there's this really big girl at the bar bullying me like my friends and I, and I was like, hey, can you like please like you know being polite, I was like, can you just like step back? And she was like, just like drunk and kind of being ridiculous. So I told her friends, I was like, hey, like, you know, your friend's being a little drunk and like crazy. Like you need to like, you know, move her away a little bit. And they're like, we're so sorry. I was like, it's fine. It's like not a big deal. So we keep going about drinking. And then she, she actually comes back. She sticks gum in my friend's hair. A guy, one of the guys, she like stubbed gum in his hair. And then another girl, my friend, and then put her middle finger like right up in her face and was like, started saying stuff so then I was like yo how the fuck do you like it and I put my middle finger in her face and like pushed her with it I was like like I was like back up you know and so obviously that just automatically starts a fight we're in like a two by two space that's another thing street that makes street fights interesting is like when you get into a street fight it's not like oh we're in a wide open cage like blah 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 you know like this is like there's no rules like you're just like you're just like totally like in the most inconvenient, crowded, craziest, like, you know, chaotic place, usually getting into these things. My friends were like, you were throwing helicopters. I was like, how was I throwing a kick in, like, a like a small-ass bar with, like, 100 people around? Like, they're like, you did. You just see and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but that girl ended up getting kicked out, and for some reason, like, I didn't get in trouble. Like, I walked out, too, and, like, I, like, told on myself. I was like, that was me. You kicked me out, and they're like, Nah, you could stay. So that's what, like, really spurred our drinking, like, after that, because we all wanted to celebrate the fact that we got away with getting into a fight. Yeah, you won the fight and you got to stay. Yeah, and my <laughs> and then everybody wanted to buy me drinks because they thought it was so funny and so cool. And I was I was hurting the next day. It was so bad. I was like, I think that was, like, top three worst hangovers I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. But I don't drink very much either, so, like, I haven't had that many. <laughs> so. Yeah. As a flight attendant, did you ever catch anyone joining the Mile High Club? Yes, yes. We like have these. It's funny because I want to say like, well, I can't. I can't like describe it. I guess, but I don't know if my company or people watch this. But like, there's like a couple that would like be known for like going into the bathroom, and like we would all know. And like, but like, what like. And we would kind of, like, knock, but, like, none of us wanted to really, like, interrupt, but it was, like, weird. So, like, we were kind of just, like, huh. And there's definitely, I feel like, heavy petting that, like, goes on under the blanket. Yeah. Like, when people are sitting next to each other. <laughs> yeah, like, people, people are wild on the plane. Like, they just think, like, we do fly, like, first class 
style more open like they have more room to kind of like do their thing but yeah like I definitely noticed like people getting like really like you know intimate on the plane I'm just like don't want to clean that seat like (laughs) but you don't intervene at all you just let it let it be (laughs) I'm one of those people that like I'm like I I don't feel like I should be happy to break that stuff up you know yeah hey guys calm down (laughs) like you know and I'm also kind of like you know you got to do what you got to do like I respect it like I guess like you really feel like you need to get this like energy out right this second on our clean like some other people I could tell they get kind of like grossed out and mad about it but I'm just I just think it's more like I just kind of laugh I'm like like you see what's happening right now that's hilarious like but I'm just like I don't feel like it's really I mean it's probably my job I'm supposed to be telling people yeah, but sure. I, I but I don't really I'm just kind of like uh, <laughs> I got another guy asking and he, he, I'm not saying names because I uh, so many questions and a lot of guys ask to be anonymous so just everybody gonna stay anonymous then uh, and this guy is wondering if uh, do flight attendants ever actually like cute guys on the flights or is it all in our minds and I can kind of relate to this question yeah. because sometimes it feels like there's looks or something, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, honestly, girls are, like, I feel like just as bad as guys with when it comes to, like, you know, like, the guy talk. Like, girls have, like, girl talk. And we, like, go in the back and we're, like, oh, do you see that guy? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah, go get his number. Or, like, you know, like, well, we're not supposed to get anyone's number that we work with. But, you know, like, some some guy will, like, you know... Like, I think he wants to give you his number or whatever, like, happens. And, like, yeah, we all go back there and, like, say some stuff. Or, like, we've had streakers on our flights before. I wasn't on that flight. But we've had, like, men changing on flights and, like, stuff like that. So, like, some of the, like, girls will be, like, you know? Like, okay. <laughs> but you, can you accept a number just can't give it away? I think I think you're allowed to accept it. I don't know. Like, there's, like, rules, like, you have to kind of, like, keep, like, professionalism between you and the clients and stuff. But, like, guys will, like, you know, they'll give you a number or be like, hey, like, oh, call me, whatever. Or, like, there's <laughs> there's been a time, actually, there was, like, this 16 or 17-year-old on a fl- one of our flights. This was, like, a couple years ago. He's, like, younger, like, younger kid. And he wrote me... Uh, his number and his name he wrote as the name big dick baller and he gave it to me and he was like 16 and i was like what i started i thought it was hilarious like i was laughing my ass off i showed my friend like we like we laughed we like covered the number took a picture of it and like we were like laughing and then like one of the pilots came up and was like that is unacceptable he's like i'm going to hr and i was like what i was like this is a joke like it's like I mean, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't appropriate. I get his point. But, like, he, like, actually got the kid in trouble. And then I felt bad because I was, like, you know, I, like, was laughing and showing people because I thought, like, like like I said, I didn't mean to get the kid in trouble. But I guess his parents found out and he had to, like, they're, like, are you traumatized? I'm, like, no. I thought it was fun. Big dick baller. But the worst part about that kid, though, is if he had already your contact, you would get a dick pic straight away. Oh, for sure. The way he, he wrote yeah, it. Yeah, he's already telling you what to do by the name he wrote down. As soon as you say hi, you just get the dig straight away. No hi back, no nothing. 
I still like I still want to know the psychology of that like dick pic phenomena. You know what I mean? Like what? Like I want to interview people and be like, so what were you thinking? Like as you just like right away woke up in the morning, took a picture and sent it off. How like am I? And I wonder if like there's multiple people. I mean, do you shoot your shot like ten times? Like boom, 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 boom. Like send it out to like ten people and then hope. Like you said, one out of ten people like. like, Oh, that's a beautiful dick. But like, maybe it's just search for validation, you know, just some quick validation. Like, so the, for sure, he's a loser that sends that. It's not. It's not a guy with a regular social life that's out there sending dick pics. I would assume. I would hope not. Like, <laughs> it's funny. Okay, so this is a funny story, and like, my boyfriend might get mad at me, but he's he probably listen to this. But. Uh, so, like, I was telling him, I'm like, you know, like, people send me dick pics or, like, they've, like, when we were, like, you know, first talking, I'm like, it's kind of weird, like, how we just described that scenario. I'm like, yeah, so some random people send me dick pics is really weird. And so, like, we've been dating for a couple of months now. And I was like, I was like, you don't, like, send me any pictures, you know? Like, you don't send me any pictures. He's like, he's like I thought, like, you didn't want me to, like, send you those pictures because you were telling me that, like, people, I'm like, yeah, like, people I don't know and I don't like. I'm like, I, I would like a picture. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. Like, I was like, I didn't put you in that category of people that, like, he's, like, he's, like, thinking, like, I don't want to see it. I'm like, I'm like, where's the, where are my pictures? Like, I send you some pictures. Like, where are my pictures? He was like, I thought you didn't want any pic. I'm like, Oh, I was like, that was a major miscommunication. I was like, yeah. I would like some pictures. But <laughs> I, get, like, I get that. Did it? Did he actually send it? He hasn't sent me a picture yet. I'm waiting for my picture. But I so feel him, up. though. I, <laughs> one time I, I fell into that talk, that mistake, and I actually sent the dick pic. And right after, it was for my girl, you know, but right after, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What am I, a creep? Like... You felt like, creepy doing it? Like, taking a whole dick pic and sending... Yeah, and it's my girl, though. Like, I live with her, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, like, that relationship spicy, uh, spiciness and shit. And then she's kind of asking me stuff. And I'm like, I don't know about that, you know? So I kind of... Like, I had to convince myself. And then when I went through with it, I was like, ah, I'm never going to do this again. You know? It, it felt, it felt like it, That's so funny that weird. it feels weird. Yeah. Felt I felt like a creep, you know. And that's it, so funny. And you know. guys live together. That's yeah. like that's hilarious. Like yeah, like it's like funny because you guys are like so comfortable with each other in person, but then like to do it over a message, you're like, is this gonna be received? It it gives you time to think. Like, is this gonna be received? Okay, does it look okay? Like, is you know what I'm saying? Like, is this weird? Like, because sometimes I'll send a picture, I'll be like was that okay like i was like did that look okay like you know like you kind of second guess your pick but like i don't know like i guess because like the culture of that that picture has been so negative now like guys are probably like don't send don't send that pick like maybe i don't know what what pics do you guys send girls like just like just like posing like looking cute or like i don't know like it's kind of i don't think about it from the other perspective a lot I started my Instagram like when I right when I started fighting. Yeah. So I was in the social media before that. Like I my friends were like, You have to make an Instagram if you fight or if you do anything and I was like I'm like, what the fuck do I post? And then so like most of the stuff I wanted to post, like no one liked. They were like, We don't like your memes, we don't like seeing your food or your dog. 
<laughs> so don't post anywhere. No, but th- these days, if your Instagram ain't popping, you don't get good fights, isn't that right? It's kind of almost like like it's like a form of currency in a way. Like people will give you more opportunities, like if you have a following. So it makes it hard because it's like it's this catch twenty two of like I want to share what I want to share because like I have my own personality. But then there's like like to be honest, like no like it's funny my boys. No one gives a shit when you post a picture of you training with, like, you know, an ex-UFC fighter or, like, a UFC fighter or any of these guys. Like, because I like all the training pictures I post, like, just, like, worked hella hard or whatever. And then, like, the only pictures that, like, get, like, hella hype are, like, my, like, more provocative pictures or a selfie or, like, you know, something where I look, like, more done up versus the training stuff. So, like, when I post a lot of training stuff, I don't post, like, a picture of me with makeup or a dress for, like, months. Like, I, like, lose, like, hundreds of followers. And so I'm, like, but, like I said, it's, like, I I don't want to have to, like, always placate to what other people want all the time. Because it gets really easy then to just be an autopilot not think for yourself. Because you're just thinking, like, what are other people going to like? You know, yeah, you don't think sure. about like what what you like so i i feel like you have to be balanced and like females are always being told like be marketable wear this do this do that but i'm like i don't want to be a robot like yeah there's times where i'm feeling myself i'll post something because i felt like cute or whatever but i'm not like that's not what i'm just here for and like that's not what my career is about and so but yeah like it definitely helps like i've noticed it helps so like once in a while it's like sometimes i do feel like i have to like but Like, there's been times where I'm like, okay, like, I have to tell myself, like, just because, like, that's the game right now doesn't mean you have to play it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to play that game time with people if you don't feel like doing it. So, but. uh, I I know. uh, And it's like, you see a female fighter getting her brows done, go and do braids, getting her nails done, her toes done. and, And then she goes and she gets murked. Yeah, I've, like, that's I've seen that, and it, it kind of like you kind of then start looking a little bit different at those people when they start po- posting those photo shoot pictures, and it's like, oh, okay, so you're pretty much just marketing and being a fighter, like you quite Yeah, you definitely like question. You question the intention. You kind of question like the preparation. Like how much preparation is training, and how much of it is like I said, like the marketing and the look. So like, I guess like you can kind of detect like the inauthenticity because like they could say like, I'm a fighter, I'm a fighter, I'm a fighter. But if you're spending 70% of your time on your looks and 30% of your time training, then it's like, okay, like that doesn't seem very balanced. I think male fighters too, like they want to look nice. Like I understand wanting to look nice and to market yourself and to be professional because like even when like I played soccer, it was like, okay, you traveled in a uniform like this, like you did like have to like, you know, have good hygiene and clean up or whatever. But like, like you're saying, it's like, where do you, where do you kind of draw that line? Like, I get you want to get your nails done and your eyelashes done, but it's like, okay, you walk into the cage and you're wearing a full face of makeup, like into the, like you're going into a fight with like actual like makeup on. Like to me, it's like, I don't want to get punched in the eye and have like my mascara, like, you know what I'm saying? Like affect my vision just so that I could have, get a cute like shot of me throwing a kick or whatever with some eyelashes on. Like, yeah, I'm going to look like a man the day of my fight. I'm sorry. And my fans, whatever. (laughs) Like I look 
like a psychopath. Like, you're going to see, like, something, like I said, like, I'll be cleaned up for the weigh-in. That's, like, your time to get, like, the nice picture. And then we'll fight. Like, I look like a like I look like yeah, that's probably but the like, best approach. I think it's the uh, last question. Uh, who's cooler, Nate or Nick? I've spent more time around Nate. And, like, so it's, like, it's hard for me to say. Like, honestly, like, I personally, like, I've... I get along with Nate, and, like, I have, like, easier time talking to Nate. But, like I said, I've only, like, ran into Nate a couple of times. Like, Vegas and stuff. But, uh, Nate, like, I like talking to Nate about the bulldogs obviously because like i'm a bulldog like crazy bulldog lady and he has bulldogs so i'm always like hey like how's the dog doing well when he's in the gym but yeah like nate's nate's cool he's a good guy he's actually like probably like everyone thinks he's like <clears throat> you know i mean he's gangster he's super tough but like he's very easy he's approachable and like for sure cool if he likes to if you don't like you you're getting slapped <laughs> you're getting slapped yeah <laughs> Do you have uh, anything you want to plug, you want to advertise, put out there? Anything you're involved with? Uh, right now, no. We're over time anyways. Like a like 10 minute list of shout outs. But um, oh yeah, like if you don't follow me on Instagram, bmayo113 is my regular page. And then uh, I have like the Bullies Bulldogs, which is like my dog page. So if you're a dog person and you just want to look at puppies all day, I post just like random puppy <laughs> So yeah, those are the only two things. Yeah, that's a cute page. I recommend. I follow too. Uh, okay, oh, Brooke. Thanks. Thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome anytime. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's nice talking to you. Yeah, Have a good my day. pleasure. My pleasure. And that was Brooke Mayo for you guys. You know, I don't know if it's Brooke Mayo, Brooke Mayo, Brooke Mayonnaise. Of course, when I asked you guys to send in the questions, there was a lot of people asking about, yeah, does she want to taste my mayonnaise and shit? I'm like, come on, guys. I'm sure we can all do better than that. Um, yeah, man, sometimes I wish I had a co-host, you know? Or at least, like, someone behind the camera that I could just switch some ideas around. Hopefully, one day, we're going to get that. The perfect chemistry... It's going to happen, you guys, you know. And also, maybe next week, I'm going to have my first in-studio in guest. And that's going to be Paolo Roberto, my one of my coaches. Uh, it's actually his birthday today. I didn't say happy birthday yet. I'm going to do it. He's going to come in studio and he's going to tell us all his stories. He's a guy that's been training jiu-jitsu since he was a kid. He's like a fourth degree black belt, I believe. He's been uh, in Europe for a while. He has the wildest stories, I'm sure. So we're going to squeeze the best out of him in studio. I'm looking forward to that. Okay, guys, this was today's episode. See you next week. Os. The Dark Hour. I'm just sitting here with my guys, yeah, American guys. And they're like, bro, do you know who cracks me up on Instagram? Dark art memes. And I'm like, bro, that's my boy. He called me today.